Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. minutes got the credit for his whole life even down to the friendships that he was so grateful for do you understand time in God's presence will produce poverty of spirit in your life when we spend time with him contemplating his word contemplating who he is and how generous and kind he is to us God makes it clear that we're to follow His Word and realize that He is the source of every good thing we have. The more time you spend with Him, the more humble you will become as you grow closer to Him. Do you give your Heavenly Father the glory for your accomplishments and blessings you have in your life? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 16 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. It doesn't matter what people around you think of you. What matters is what God thinks of you. And one day he's going to tell you and you should be ever mindful of that as you live your life. Now these things, brethren, I figuratively transferred to myself and Apollos for your sakes that you may learn in us not to think beyond what is written that none of you may be puffed up on behalf of one against the other. For who makes you differ from another? What do you have that you did not receive? Now if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? Again, poverty of spirit, the recognition that I have nothing, I accomplish nothing, I can do nothing apart from what I receive from him. If I have any intellectual ability, it's because he's given it to me. If I have any physical stamina, any physical strength, it's because he's given it to me. If I have any opportunities to apply whatever talents, skills, training, education, it's because he gives those things to me. I used to think how awesome, how awesome it would be to have lived in the days of the Old West. Or to go back even further, to live in the days of like medieval times, you know what I mean? With the knights in shining armor, you know? But I read a lot. You know what I've learned as I've read a lot about the Old West, the old days, medieval times? Most of it wasn't glamorous. Most of it was pretty nasty. And not everybody was a knight in shining armor or a cowboy with a six gun, right? It was actually pretty, pretty awful for most people on the planet. And then I stop and I think, man, I live in the age of the iPad. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm driving at? I can educate myself to a degree far beyond anything people 100 years ago could begin to contemplate. 
I don't even have to leave my little man cave. I can learn more in a year with an iPad and an internet connection. You see what I'm saying? Than Ben Franklin could ever have learned in a lifetime. He didn't have access to what I have access to, to what you have access to. And it's not because God loves me more. It's not because I deserve it more. I need to remember that it's all from God. I need to keep it in perspective, you know? Jesus taught us that the very greatest in the kingdom of God would be the one who is servant of all. And you see, that one could be the very, very best at whatever it is he does in service to the kingdom. Do you understand? The greatest physicist, the greatest surgeon or musician, mathematician, business person, could be the greatest business mind that planet Earth has ever known if he or she recognizes the author, where it came from. Well, that person understanding that they have received their talents and their opportunities and all of these things from God may very well be poor in spirit. If they genuinely see themselves as stewards of their great intellect abilities with a duty to be a blessing to other people. They may be world-renowned and poor in spirit. And so the question comes, do I view myself, do you view yourself in the light of our cultural values or in the light of God's incomparable glory and power? In Isaiah chapter 6, the prophet Isaiah says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne. What a statement. Can you see the contrast? In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, woe is me, for I'm undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. When Isaiah saw God in his glory, he was able to see himself as he really was. Some have suggested that maybe Isaiah was hindered by his perspective, his view of King Uzziah. We don't really know what it was, but something changed. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, and I recognized what a mess I was. You know, a friend of mine retired this week for the second time, and I got an invitation to his retirement luncheon, and you know, I kind of went back and forth, but I don't get to see very much of him. This is someone who used to attend the church several years ago and then moved up to Broward and It's just a little too far, but we've stayed in touch. He's somebody I think a lot of and enjoy spending time with on those rare occasions when we've been able to hang out, and I admire him. He's a good bit older than I am. He's had two full careers, and he was joking about it. He says uh, his mom's 104, still doing great, still getting around on her own, so he said, I think I might be able to do one more career before I'm done. (laughs) And uh, he graduated from West Point, in the Vietnam era, went on to serve in the special forces. And the way he words it, he said, and then I had a conversion experience and left the military to go to seminary. And after seminary, he served as a police chaplain for a while, pastored a 
couple of churches and realized that his calling was the military. He went back into the military as a chaplain. He did more than 20 years in the military and retired. And then he went back and spent another 17 years serving as a civilian employee of the military. Along the way, he got five master's degrees, one from Princeton University. He's one of the most highly educated, articulate, accomplished warriors I've ever known. And he might possibly be the most humble as well. I'd known him for, I don't know, at least a couple of years before I learned anything about his educational background. I didn't even know where he worked in the beginning. And then I found out he worked at Southcom. That's all I knew. And one day he saw an opportunity to help me. And uh, he was helping to put together a class for chaplains. And then he got me into the class in return for his agreement to teach it. So he taught the class. And the other day, this was just Friday, all of his peers, all of his subordinates there from Southcom, because he had a position of some responsibility, and they're gathered to honor him and celebrate his retirement, and his boss was there, and his boss's boss was there, and it was a big deal, and you know, he's a big guy. He stands up, and he said, you know, when I was a young man, I worried about having close friendships. And he's looking around the table, I don't know, 20, 25 or 30 at least, seated there to honor him. He started to tear up and began to cry. And he said, I learned that all I needed to do is just follow the Lord. And he didn't get preachy with it, but he shared just in that brief couple of minutes that what he had learned is that it, it all goes back to just following the Lord. God, in that few minutes, got the credit for his whole life, even down to the friendships that he was so grateful for. Do you understand? Time in God's presence will produce poverty of spirit in your life. When we spend time with him, contemplating his word, contemplating who he is and how generous and kind he is to us, how much he loves us in spite of ourselves. King David wrote in Psalm 36 verse seven, how precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. What you just heard may have set some questions off in your spirit about who Jesus is and why he's so important. If so, keep listening. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're listening today and and you're thinking, man, I really need God in my life. You know, I've wandered away or or maybe you're just searching. It's the first time you're really getting serious about having a relationship with God. And, you know, I remember when I felt that way, and, and to be honest, I, I, I felt really kind of exasperated and crummy and, and like it was probably impossible. Well, it's not impossible. The Bible says that God loves you so much right where you are. He understands that we're messed up. The Bible tells us, I mean, He knows we're human. He knows that we're flawed. He knows that we're sinful, imperfect human beings. That's why the Bible says He sent Jesus in the first place 
to come and die on the cross to pay for our sin, to pay for our wickedness, so that all we have to do is open our hearts to him and receive the pardon, the forgiveness that he's offering. He wants a relationship with you. I'd love to give you more information about that. Listen, I'd love to pray with you about that, even if electronically. Just go to our website, mainthingradio.com. There's all kinds of info on the website about how to begin that relationship with Jesus, how to begin that that personal relationship with God, how to study the Bible. We can give you all kinds of information about that if you'll just reach out to us and let us know that you need it. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website again is mainthingradio.com. We're so glad you joined us today and be sure to tune in again to Main Thing Radio.